I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Nah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the long run, not so live stream and podcast brought to you by the 40 Runs Running community and our generous sponsors, Sketches. I'm Ian Wilkinson, and this week we are talking about the best running gear for beginners. I'm joined by Toby Frost, Sabrina Ahmed, and Chris Ford, and we're all very, very excited because tomorrow we will be on stage at the National Running Show at the NEC in Birmingham, which is why we're not live tonight, because we're all heading up the M6. So it's lovely to hear you. Are we, we're charged for this, aren't we? We cannot wait. Very excited. Yes. I, I tell you what, who's nervous? No. Nah. You nervous about the tech tab? Not, not at all, really. I mean, what happened? Well, after the what, the podcast we did, you know, the other week, whenever it was, you listened to this when you didn't get us on Facebook. But when Facebook is broken, I can't really control Facebook. Get on a Zuckerberg. So we we're not yeah. nervous about standing in front of thirty seven thousand people and talking about marathon training people, no. No, I don't think so. How is so that before we crack on with this, Chris, can we sort of like give people a brief outline of what they what's in store for tomorrow? What we're going to be doing? So we are going to be unboxing the marathon training block. So yeah. You get your London Marathon place. Let's just say you get your London Marathon place. Um, you're very excited. Then you start, you know, panicking. And then you go, what the hell am I going to do? And so we're going to take you through the moment that you either click and enter yourself into that marathon to the moment you basically, well, the day after, because we're going to, if we get time, talk about the what to do after as well. So we're just going to take you through. We're not going to go like technical detail because like build a marathon track. We've done episodes on 
math and training plans and, and how to, you know, design what I do. But we, we just want to talk about really the experiences yeah. of the, the highs and the lows and what to expect and how and how to have a little like a toolbox ready for you to 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 bring out when week seven you're thinking that was 13 miles how the hell am i going to do another you know 30 miles on top of that have that so here you go there's that card that we gave you at the national running show that's basically what we're going to do between cocking about and taking your questions so we might not even talk about this we might end up having thirty-seven thousand people going admin why does 40 call you admin speak out what marathon are you doing before manchester Wilco, how many burgers did you have before a marathon? We might get all of that, right, and not actually get round to talking about the marathon train, but who knows? That's uh, a plan, anyway. ask Hayden how old he is. See what I mean? So we don't know. See, we just don't know. Look at Toby's face. Toby, oh, you're right. But hold on, we're going to be on stage at 3.45. Are we? Yes. Yeah, but I'm not worried about it. I'm more worried about Toby because he doesn't look very well. I'm fine. You're right, son. Huh? I'm enjoying life. Do you want a hug from Chris? We can send him round. Mm, no, I mean, I, I've had offers in my time, but that's I might catch him. I might catch whatever he's got. Hopefully, you, Tobe, I've just had a thought, guys. Be Did serious. you give it to him? Yeah, probably. No, be serious for a minute. He'll end up eight hours at A&E in a minute. Um, being serious, is he going to be all right for the National Show <laughs> in his current state? Because if he's got this Kraken version of COVID, which I reckon I had, that's why I reckon I was sick, right? Because there's this cracking thing, yeah? And when I was sitting in A&E and, and all that, there was there was other people in there. And I don't know whether they got the same, similar sort of thing, but do you know what I mean? I reckon that could, it could be, I reckon, Tobe, you could have cracking. Were they cowboys? No. See, it's interesting. <laughs> I was talking to a guy in there about honky-tonks when I was in there. He's not been to a honky-tonk. And I was telling him to go to Texas to go to the world's largest honky-tonk because I think that would be a good thing for him. And actually, I think I would recommend the NHS... Let's do a little bit of give back to you. I think the NHS should prescribe to make people, get, you know, with their mental health and get better, go to a honky-tonk. You will come out of it, I guarantee, with a smile on your face. Is there one right. in the UK? No, I'm, I'm going to start one. Right. Oh, brilliant. I'm, Brooks I'm going to start one. Oh, there probably is. If there is one, get in touch. You can sponsor the pod. 100 grand an episode now because we're the biggest independent podcast, UK running podcast. Hundred grand to sponsor this podcast and episode. Now we're putting up the prices. Yeah, so just drop us a line if you've got that sort of Dosh. money. Then uh, fortunerunscom <laughs> slash long run. Yeah, and we'll entertain Gosh. offers. Gives a shout. So today we're talking about because you're probably out in your long run <laughs> listening to this, um, unless you're watching it via the YouTube. Anyway, don't matter. We're talking about because it came to my mind the other day that there's a lot of new runners out there, right? Because it's January, New Year's resolutions, all this sort of stuff. Now. This also some of the stuff we're going to talk about today will actually help some of you who might be around the block a few times. There might be some bits in here that you might have thought, actually, I could do with one of them. Because we're going to be talking about gear, yeah? And the and the, not the essential bits of kit, but the bits that kind of we've all found helped us through our running journeys. That's basically what we're going to, we're going to offload on you today. Because I did a video, whenever it was, and it was about the shoes. You know, we all talk about these flash carbon plates and... All that stuff. But essentially, when you start running, you just want a pair of shoes that's, that's comfortable and you ain't going to get blisters, right? Which is fair enough. It's when you like move in and get your keen and then you start thinking about getting all the other stuff. So that's what we're going to try and talk about. Mm. I think I think I think we start at the beginning and we speed through it quickly. I think 
we start at our very, very beginning. So not necessarily catch the 5K, but think back, guys. Now, some of you will be longer than others. So, Toby, when you started running, what gear did you have? And If you tell me a tripod, I'm going to turn this off, I'm going to drive around your house, and I'm going to knock you out. No, so, I had a pair of Brooks. Oh, shock. Was you fitted for them? No, no, I think I just bought them online. Yeah. I think it is the return policy. Well, they were giving them away. Give them away, yeah. Oh, admin. You can give them back if you don't like them. If you don't like running, just send them back within 60 days. Yeah. Uh, Brooks, I had um, a running top, running running shorts, of course, always shorts. And and I think a Garmin 235. Oh, you went big type early doors. You went with a running watch to start. We're not. I wasn't going to get onto running watches until half marathons. But okay. Oh no, no, you have to have to run. I mean, I wasn't running unless it appeared on Strava. Hashtag all gear, no idea. Um, right, Wilco. Did you? I mean, Tobe set the bar quite high when he started running. What did you? Have? I I didn't have a Garmin. I got um, I I started well when I started on my journey. I was first running on a treadmill in um, inside in the gym. And then was persuaded by people that it'd be much better to go and run outside. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Um, I looked a bit like him. Um, you know, when you see Boris Johnson going out for a run, I looked a bit like him. <laughs> you know, all sorts of stuff. All the, you know, like, what is he wearing that for? You know, <laughs> mad T-shirts and things like that. And bobble hats in April. And, you know, I just looked an absolute clown. It's got to be said. People who saw me in uh, South East London in those days, what's the thought? What the hell is this bloke? What is that coming on? He mind? looks ridiculous. Shoes? Um, I just I bought a pair of Nike trainers out of um, the uh, Nike Outlet Center at um, right. the Galleria in in, yeah. in Hatfield. Didn't know anything. It just said cushioned. I thought, well, I'm a big lad. I'd yeah. like. I'd like to say it's quite comfortable. Yeah. They'll do. And I got them for about fifty quid, and they served me. They served me pretty well, yeah. actually. Still got them? No. My dad walks a dog in it. Well, I give all my old trainers right. when I've done too many miles in them. I give them to the old man, and he walks his dog in them. Love so it. he's he's been walking yeah. um, he's been walking uh, Rodney round um, round it. Waterford and in various pairs of Brooks for the last eighteen months. <laughs> in the Brooks, yeah, but he Brooks... went all the time. He was around today. He came around. We went out for lunch. He was coming around, do a few jobs, and yeah, he had them. He had a pair of um, a pair of ghosts on. It's when he comes around in the in the carbon plates next. Like, Abby, well, you know, about... I've got a couple of pairs of Sacconis. So I think he's got his eyes on, so uh, you never know. <laughs> Admin? Um, what did I have? A pair of leggings, sports bra, top. Uh, and it was winter and it was jacket. But no, this is that's serious as a woman. That's And a, uh, I had a pair of Adidas Ultra Boost trainers that I hadn't even bought specifically for running. I just mm. had them. And I mm. Googled and it said you could use them for running. And I thought, well, I'll do then. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. Did you have, did you ever watch like somebody no, else? I didn't get a watch until God, not probably only about a year. Eight did months. you have an app or anything that you was using? Because I, I downloaded Strava yeah, because right. someone told me to, and then I just used it. I had no idea, right? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I used to press start, put it in my pocket, and then press finish when I got home. That was it. So what we've established here is that we all got some like crappy running shoes. Um, and that's not to be disparaging against any of those brands that we mentioned. Wilco got us out of jail there. Um, not so great kit. Wilco's running around like Boris Johnson. Hope's <laughs> got his blue shorts. And the admin was in dunk things, whatever she said. I can't remember. It was lady stuff. Um, 
I'm just an idiot. Apologise. And then basically, then what happened? I think one of the big things that I discovered early on, and I think this is really good advice to people who are just starting running, is get rid of cotton. Don't have any cotton T-shirts and the classic white socks that you'll get in a sports shop. The cotton socks, absolute blister machines. Don't mm. buy them. Get yourself, even if it... Even if you're running in a football shirt, it's better than running in a cotton T-shirt. Yeah, but they chafe bad football shirts, the, the replica ones. They chafe really mm. bad. If you've got well, any hint Yeah, because some of them could have the stuff done. on the front. Yeah. yeah. But, but, by the way, yeah. I, I, I call those socks Simon you know, synthetics socks. Was a I call those thing. socks, Wilco, I call those socks Simon socks. He's always in them. Any admin, be fair. Yeah. He's all, Simon is always in those white socks. Any toe. <laughs> Even on the trail, yes. Yeah, I mean, he wore them on a trail run with him, so they're called Simon socks. If you if you if you go into a shop, Sports Direct, who again, if you want to sponsor it, hundred grand episode. Yeah, Mike, if you come give us some. Money. Yeah, if you go in, just say I'll have some Simon socks. They'll bring out a white pair of Adidas or whatever that will go well with your sliders, and off you go. So you're saying avoid that. Yeah. Anything that you would avoid, admin, before we go into what you should buy then. I mean, it's really hard, isn't it? Let's be honest. When you're first starting out, you've got no idea. Let's say you download Couch 5K or whatever. You just go out in what you've got because you don't want to spend loads and loads of money, right? And you don't have to. So I think my first stuff I bought from H&M and Decathlon because I was just like, well, I don't know, if I'm honest, how long I'm going to stick with this. (laughs) (laughs) No, but everybody's everybody's in that situation, aren't they? All right, so here's the thing then. So at what point... Did you then go to yourself, right, I kind of like this running business. I'm going to go and support Stokes and I'm going to get some Caramore stuff because it looks good, but it's cheap. What mm. point did you do that, Tope? I don't think I did. See, I, I made the I same mistake. It's the same mistake I make all the time. I just buy far too much stuff way before <laughs> I need it. <laughs> so my advice is don't do what I So let's, let's not listen to Tope in any of this. Apart from, I suppose, later on when we get into the stripe point, but we'll come on to that later. Right, so we'll cut. What point did you go into Sports Direct or other retailers, again, Sports Direct sponsor, and go to yourself, right, I want to look like a runner and I'm going to go and get some cheap running kit because I, I still don't know, like Admin, whether I'm going to commit to I that. think it was um, the, the two big um, sort of landmark events were buying a Fitbit. When I first got that and I thought I can look at my runs now, I can judge how far I'm going and things like that. That gave me an air of being serious as well and going to my first park run as well. And then I'm like, I enjoyed this. This is good. Let's look into what I need, what I, the stuff that I need. Did you go through it? It was, you know, and I've still got some of them now. They were either sort of like t-shirts from the Nike outlet village or um, decathlon. You used a lot of and Decathlon stuff's really good. I still buy it. Yeah, Decathlon's you know, really good, people. They I need think, to sponsor you know, this podcast. Like, I bought, you know, we'll stuff the money. Gloves, pair of gloves for a fiver. Yeah, you know, no, Decathlon's good. Undershorts, things like that. And um, they're trail shoes. If you want a pair of trail shoes, you just want to go around your um, local park run that's a bit muddy, you get a cracking pair of trainers in there for 50 quid. Right, so a question, serious question. If we're spe- saying sports direct 100 grand, should we do Decathlon at 50 grand because we think it's a good fit? In terms of sponsoring, yeah, they like it. Yeah, yeah, fifty grand. We do you a good deal to Catherine. Get in touch via the website. Yeah, com slash long run. Fifty grand a year episode. But Wilco, didn't you didn't hear my question? Was it fluoro? 
did you go for the fluoro look? The fluoro look? Yeah, you know, the bright colours. Were you running here? Not, not madly, no. Because you do see that, don't you? You see the new runners, they go fluoro a lot. I don't know why that yeah. is. Maybe because it's, it's caramel, because a lot of it. I mean, did you go fluoro? No, absolutely not. I went everything in black, and I still do, to be fair, don't I? Let's be honest. Everyone yeah, that knows me, runs me, always in black. But um, no, I went in as dark as possible because I wanted to go unnoticed. So when mm. you're starting to run, you're like, I look like an idiot. I don't, you have no, I had no confidence in myself or in my running at all. Mm-hmm. And you just go, well, if I'm in the most dark, basic stuff. <laughs> no, I was I yeah, it's true. It, but that is genuinely true. Um, and it wasn't until I started coming to a Wednesday night and you went, you should think about getting a light. And I went, oh, yeah, I'll get a light. Yeah, you might, you, might, you might not be seen while you're running in the dark. <laughs> no problem there. And it so, was in the winter, to be fair. So to be fair, the fluoro stuff, I take the mickey. But actually, guys, if you're starting out, it is really important. If you're going to spend any money on running kit when you're starting out, get the fluoro stuff. Because if you're like... Yeah got a place in london or you've got a place for a half marathon you've got to train through the winter you've got to be seen right so be careful wearing in the summer though yes well that will come on to that so so in terms of winter winter training kit right so we've got ourselves kitted out we've probably gone and got our gate analyzed because we've got ourselves a race so you know that's another tip right but we know we've spent a lot of time talking about gate analysis on this uh, podcast so you got yourself your better shoes and, you know, whatever. You've got yourself a bit of tech, like Wilco said, he's got his Fitbit. In terms of winter marathon training, winter half marathon training, winter catch to 5K, what's the bit of equipment, apart from the obvious gloves and stuff like that, what's the bit of a piece of equipment that you would say is essential to any runner? Uh, who can I pick? I'm going to leave you at me because I know what you would say because you posted it in a WhatsApp group today. Wilco. Oh, you've got to have lights. You've got to be... That's what Amit was going to say. You know, you've got to, you know, you've got to be um, visible mm. and um, as as much as you can, particularly, you know, people people run in different environments. If I'm running around, um, if I'm in the office and I'm on the South Bank, it's not so desperate that I need to have a light on and things like that. If you're in an urban environment, it's not so bad. But, you know, if you're going off track a little bit, You've got to be seen, and I you've got to look out for the traffic. Winner. I would say don't, even that urban. I like when I'm running doing the London Club, and I'm running down the embankment, and that's lit. But having that flashing light, mm. and I'm running towards people, mm. I'm still catching their attention, right? Because yeah. you've got to remember that ninety percent of the world people walk along doing this, looking at their phones, particularly in London, because right? everybody knows where they're going and they get exactly their right. So to have that flashing light. Is, is a big plus. So you've taken Evans. I mean, have you got a backup? I've not, I've got, I'll get you out of jail. Well, no, I've got a different one, which is I actually yeah. think in the winter, you need to think about layers yeah. and that's not buying a million things, but I think that what's the saying dress for the second mile, right? Or the second kilometer or whatever, because yeah, whatever. you go out and you put a, base, a long sleeve on a t-shirt, a jacket, and then suddenly you're boiling hot after five minutes. So I do think having some layers that you can either alternate or start thinking about, right, do I need, this and that or mixing and matching stuff is is helpful right my, i'm gonna add a little bit onto that my yeah. central bit of winter kit is a snood oh, oh, which yeah. you can get on the 40 round store could plug 40 but i think a snood right 
You can wear it on your head, cover your ears. You can wear it around your neck. It keeps you warm. You can tie it on and put it around your wrist. You can use you can use it for multiple different things. Yeah, it's such a good bit of kit that they're not that. Ex- I know you know ten quid still expensive, whatever. But you can get a snood. It is such a good bit of kit, especially if it's peeing down the rain. You've got it around your neck. It just keeps that heat in for whatever mm. you're wearing. It just keeps that core a little bit warmer. And if your ears do get cold, you can then put it over your ears. It is really, I think that's a real cheat. And it doesn't matter really if it's it, whenever you train. I think even in the yeah. summer, snood's good because you can put it around your wrist and you can wipe the sweat off your face. I always take one. Yeah. There's such, and it, there's such a good big kit. Throw them in the wash. Job done. So I think that's one of the pieces of kit, let's say, for winter training. What about, let's go spring. Because that's a funny time. Spring, autumn. Let's do. Let's combine. Because otherwise, we'll be here forever, right? Mm. So, spring, autumn. Tobe, is there a bit of kit that you would say for spring, autumn that you would recommend? So, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of a cap. It took me a while to well, get there, but I quite like and a cap. Right. It does keep you warm, and it keeps the rain out when it appears. Mm. Oh, that's a massive plus. And a peak cap when it's raining. Like a, a few weeks ago at Buntingford, and it was absolutely coming down sideways. I wouldn't have gone out without a cap on. Can I, can I just say an observation? Go you on. know, some like you haven't seen. I think on Believe in the Run on their podcast, they said they've never seen a baby pigeon, right? So think about that for a second. Never seen a baby pigeon. You've seen one? They no. said it on Believe in the Run, right? Good podcast. Listen to it. Check their YouTube channel out. But here's the thing similar sort of thing, phenomenon. Tobe, Wilco. Have you ever seen admin in a hat? No. No. So. Might affect the hair. <laughs> Affects a barnet. Oh. It's a good point, though. Baby pigeon. You know what's funny? Admin in a hat. I, obviously, we're going out for a run tomorrow, and I actually, earlier on my list of things, wrote, do I need to dig out a hat? I do have one. I've just never worn it. I can't wait to see that. That's actually, that's going to be all over. I, might I, I think it's really practical. It's something that um, people should definitely consider. I, I would. I think. Look, in the summer, vise is good, yeah, because it keeps you know whatever. But in 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 spring autumn, a, a hat like when we done it the other day, Toby. When, I can't remember what day it was. We we went out there because again it was raining and stuff. That's that's a that's a good. What about you? Yeah, Abby? they're not great. In, they're not spring great summer. in the summer. Um, in the summer, I've done a couple of um, couple of great north runs where I've sort of like just wanted to take it off and throw it at a kid at about sort of five miles just that, to get rid of it. Okay, can't say that for safeguarding. Can't say that. Take it back. Scrub it out. No. I mean, what about you? Spring, spring, winter. Spring, autumn. Get it right, Fordy. Come on. A decent pair of shorts. Decent shorts. Yeah. Why would you say it's, that? It's different for women than it is to men, right? right? And finding shorts that fit properly, whether they're the looser fit ones, whether they're the cycling shorts, and it takes time. It's like leggings to find the right ones for you. And that is like one of the hardest things, harder than finding the right trainers because – Trust me, if you're running along and your leggings keep feeling like they're falling down, that's really irritating. So would you always buy the same brand then once you've found them? I do now. Yeah. Same model, same brand. Always. Stockpile them. Yeah. Do I do them in blue? I have got a navy pair. Have they got a matching cap? (laughs) 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 I can't wait to see her in her hat in the morning. It's going to be brilliant. I'm Um, not wearing it now. No, you are. Um, So (laughs) leggings and shorts for ladies. To get a good fitting pair, any brands you can recommend, just in case they want to sponsor the pod after Decathlon. I think depending on how much money, Decathlon, H uh, and M, mm. and Sweaty Betty for more expensive stuff. If you've okay. Got yeah. Wilco. 
let them know where they've got to send the email in to say they well, they've got to it. send their email to 40runs.com slash long run. We're going to be how much are we going to charge them? How much are we going to charge them? Perhaps so. Well, you know, it's a competitive market, mate. We don't want to sort of set the bar. 150? Really, Should we go up to 150? Yeah, go on. 150. Right. So if you, any of you guys, you three, want to sponsor this per episode, 150 grand. Right. So, Toe, did you say cap? You did. So, Wilco, are you going to get on this cap bandwagon? No, but I would suggest that for spring and autumn, particularly, you want to. I know, I know, trainers are expensive, but you probably don't want to be running at those sort of times in the same trainers that you're going to be running in in the summer, just so that you've got a bit more purchase under your feet and a bit more grip. Okay. So, a decent pair of well-fitting <laughs> trail shoes, you know, to sort of, you know, you don't have to spend a fortune. Just an alternative for something that's going to keep you. Keep you fit, particularly if, um, like around here, we um, run quite a lot along uh, the towpath and gravelly tracks, things mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. worth um, it's worth the investment of getting a second pair of trainers, mm-hmm. even if, like we said, decathlon. You can get a, you can get a pair of trail shoes in there for forty or fifty quid, and just having them and using them because. No, you, if you don't, if you're not doing many miles in them, they'll last you a long time. Yeah, fair play, fair yeah. play. Right, I've got two. Right. I'm going to go a bit, a bit funky, so bear with me. One of them sort of goes into the thing, but I'll say why in a minute. First thing I would go for is like a flip belt in the spring and for the all, because chances are you're coming out of whatever training you were doing. You might not necessarily have a hydration vest or a coat or, or a body warmer that you laid at you to put your phone in. Or... Hold up. 
The reason people take the mickey, oh, he's always in his sunglasses, everything's in his library. No, it's because I suffer chronically with allergies, right? So from about next week, I'm going to be basically in my sunglasses because I really struggle with allergies and everything like that. Um, so that's why I wear them. And then in the autumn, because there's usually stuff floating about, falling off of trees, you can't, you know, that's all you get lower sunlight and all that sort of stuff. Pair of, but you need a good pair of glasses that don't bounce. So there's some brands out there uh, like Sun God, uh, 80 Grand Wilco, Sun God sponsors them. Everybody. Yeah, they'll do. Uh, Gouda, 85, um, because Tobe had to send a pair back. Uh, so there's there's good sunglasses out there that ain't the end of the world in terms of cost. Yeah. But I think they're good. Yes, for summer, we'll come on to that. But I think they're worth having because, honestly, especially if you've got allergies and you're running like I do down the rivers or through parks or you're doing park run and, you know, you've got the pollen, it could save you. To be fair, Tracy Whittington will tell you you need them all year round. She's my hero. If Tracy wears them, you've got to wear yeah, them. You can End wear of story. Them. That's it. We'll leave that there. Right. So, can I just, uh, before, yeah, before we go on, can I just say, mention one thing, one bit of kit? Well, it's something you wear, but I don't know whether it sort of like fits in the kit that I always take out that I think is really important is that I've got a parkrun wristband, which has got my emergency phone number. Yes. I Put one at, wear that. And then if anything happens to it, because it's a solitary. Mm solitary um sort of like pastime sometimes you're off if something happens then somebody will be able to contact the people who need to be contacted i've seen stories before of people who are sort of like we've Mm. got we found this runner we've taken him to hospital he's unconscious we don't know who he is we don't know it's really really good point they're really you know the I've got well, I've got two parkrun ones. I've got one that I wear at a parkrun, and I've got one that's, that the barcode doesn't work and it doesn't scan, but it's got the phone number. Yeah, on exactly. It. So no, that, that, where can Wilco? So you just go on the parkrun website. If you go to the parkrun website, yeah. they sell them on there. And you can get one on there. How much, roughly? Oh, I don't know, five. <laughs> yeah, I don't know off the top of my head, but you know, it gives you peace of mind, and it's a good yeah, thing. I, for... I couldn't agree, and I, I'm being serious for like one second now, people. Get one. Right, whatever you're doing, if this is the only thing you take away from this episode, get one. Yeah. Really, really, really important. Right. Okay, so summer. Tobe, so apart from your white hat, blue shorts, and your um yellow sockinies, what piece of essential kit do you have for summer running? And I don't count. Yeah, but you're not essential. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think probably we've already covered what I, I mean. Mine, I, I would have two, which are quite top, which is the snood and the sunglasses for different okay. reasons. Mm. Over but were they? what were your reasons? Then? Elaborate, young man. Snood on your wrist, yeah, sweat. wiping wiping your sweat away because I work hard. <laughs> and um, uh, and sunglasses, obviously, so you can kind of see where you're going. And try not to get too blinded. Okay, Abin. Vest. In your black leggings and your black shorts and your black hat. No, we're talking about black leggings at that point. Oh, but, um, no, a vest, right? Get rid of all the type. You can shake your head all you want, right? I, when it is... I don't no. think the viewers know about this, Abin. I don't think the viewers know about this. We'll just bring them into speed, right? So, Speedgoat, point blank, right? We refuses to back me up yeah. to wear a vest. I have never to this day seen the boy in a vest. I keep threatening. I will I will even go and buy him a sore running vest, right? <laughs> which are about £3,000, which is needless money to spend on them. Um, Maybe medium. He wants, he wants a, he will not even take a 
sore running vest that I'll pay for out of my own money because this is not sponsored by, you know, because I'm not fast enough or thin enough. But he will take one of those. He won't even take one of those vests because he simply won't run in a vest. Why won't you run in a vest, Tuck? Don't need one. Don't need one, see. But I make him right, yeah? Go on. Uh, sorry, Admin, go on. No, I just, it's fine, right? Everybody has different hang-ups and stuff and some exactly. people are uncomfortable and some, some people won't, right? And I'm, whatever you're comfortable in, I think is the most important yes. thing when you're starting to run, hence why we can laugh at me wearing all black, but it is I just it's a comfort thing. But I do think there is something in, in a vest, and I'm going to sound probably a bit mad here, but when you first start running and you, let's say you started now doing couch to 5K and you hit summer, you don't know how you're going to feel going out for a run training and overheating and just that extra bit of air that gets under your arms and to your body is honestly really help. So if you can, I would definitely, that's my one thing. I'm get with you. Right? Yeah. I'm with you. I get it, right? I take the mickey out of toe and uh, I take the mickey out of sore running, but fair play to me. I do make good stuff. Um, but I think when you, if you're body conscious, right, or for whatever reason, you don't feel comfortable in it, don't do it. It's not, you, you want to feel comfortable. There's absolutely no point for going out there and feeling uncomfortable. What I would say, brilliant advice was from Simon. We ran Amsterdam in vests, right? And, t- and Si and I will always wear a T-shirt when we're training, okay? But we was like, we ain't going to see these people again. What do we care about what we look for? So we went, what do we look like? So we got black vests and we wore them Amsterdam because we wanted to be cooler because it works, people. Being in a vest, being cooler, it works. There is a reason why sore running pro- uh, products are so thin. You don't feel like you're wearing anything. They're breathable. There's a reason for that, to, to regulate your temperature, right? There is a reason why it is. So being in a vest... I understand one million percent why Toad won't wear them. And I'm the kind of the same. I feel so uncomfortable in them. I don't own one. But in fairness, in Amsterdam, when I was running, I felt very comfortable in it. So admin's right. Toad's right. Wilco's right. I think what we're saying is right. But it is a good tip. If you can get over that barrier of not caring what you look like, which I think most people can't, it will benefit you. Even if you're going out running earlier in the morning, stick a vest on. I'm with you on that one, Admin. Yeah. I am, I'm with you. Um, I'm going to say one before we go to you two. I'm going to say sun cream. I know it's bleeding obvious, right? But so many runners, myself included, go out without putting any on because you're like, oh, I've got to get changed. Get, get out, forget about it. Even if you're just going for like a poodle around the block for 20 minutes, stick it on. Especially if you're like me, a Wilco, and, and the rest of the guys. We're running down the river. We're getting that blast off the river, off the water as well. It, you, you've got to look after yourself. So uh, I'm being serious again. I've been quite serious tonight, guys. Can <laughs> be, yeah, I'll, I'll be fair to me. I'm, I'm doing well here. But suntan lotion, people. Right, Wilco, I've taken your one. What's yours? No, um, the other one that I had is um, I'd, I'd seriously think about getting a water bottle. You don't have to get a massive oh, one. Oh, that's a good shout. Just a little one of those ones, the O-shaped ones where you put your hand in. That's a good shout. They're a good bit. You don't have to have, sometimes, you know, you, you can have massive, but, you know, you don't need a yeah. huge, you don't know, if you're going out, but it's just something, think about, you know, what if you get lost? Yeah. You know, it's just a bit of backup. Yeah. You know, I mean, I used to do, even um, obviously with uh, like the hydration vest, you get the little water bottles and things like that. If I was going off road and I was only planning to do sort of like three miles, I'd still take that in case, Something happened and I got lost and, um, you know, because yeah. you don't know how long you're, you're going to be out. So um, I suggest 
don't go mad. You don't need to take two litres of water with you if you're going to do 5K. But it's just handy to have. If you feel comfortable taking it, they're a good little – they're pretty cheap. You pick one up for a couple of quid, you know. So Yeah, it's the old hydration vesting, isn't it? You know, you, can, you don't need to spend 80 quid on a Solomon one. Although we highly recommend them if you want to sponsor the podcast. Mm. How much is Solomon, Wilco? Oh, where are we at? I think it was under 25. Should we cut them a deal? Well, yeah. Well, we're open to negotiation. I no, we'll negotiate with you per episode, yeah. but it's got to be a minimum of, of six figures. But you don't need to spend 80 quid on that. You can get the cheap one off Amazon, but that's a good bit of kit. It doesn't matter whether you're doing 5K or 50K, yeah. but through the summer, Get your old we've, we've, all got every, we've got like the 40 runs one, haven't we? The, the EG one, the yeah. Onji, the Onji yeah, one, the yeah. The one's a good shout. You know, you can put them on Amazon for like 20-something quid. But I think, uh, you know, I know we've been on summer, but I think it is a really good bit of kit in some – it doesn't matter, again, what you're training for, but just to have it, like Posty, give him a shout-out. He's always wearing his, always because he's got, he's got his fluids on him and what he needs. So, like – so it's funny, but if you've got like asthma pump or whatever, you know, you've got your bits and bobs, it's just great – you get used to wearing it, and it's. I think, guys, how about you? But I think over the last few years, I've seen more and more people wearing them in races than ever yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Do you th- have you seen that trend where people they're self sufficient? They take because they're used to running in it, training in it. I've seen more and more of them now in races. People have the confidence; it gives them the confidence. I think you find yeah. that particularly, uh, um, you know, from the sort of. I'd imagine you don't see it at the sort of like the front of the pack, but I'm not seeing Kipchoge wear one. <laughs> he's got something to look after all that sort of thing yeah but like for you know everyday runners definitely there's yeah definitely i think it's, I think it's one of the most it's probably it's a strong bit of, but i think it's probably one of the most essential bits of kit you could you can get as a runner actually a hydration vest because you you do need a hydrate it's obvious but you can put your phone in it so you're safe you can ring someone if you've got a problem put your keys in it, you put asthma pump in it, put some suntan lotion in it. You, you know, like, we go back to what we were saying about hay fever. Maybe you get you pack of tissues in there, pack, t- pack of tissues because you're called short. What was that, Tope? Sausage sandwich in there. Sausage sandwich in there. Some, yeah, but again, Tope, you put your fueling in there. If you're, if you're, you've got a London place and you've got a, a, a fuel for a marathon, you, you've got to take a jam sandwich out of you because that's the only thing you could tolerate. You cut it up, put it in a sandwich bag, bosh, in it goes. So again, it's it's a good. We when we did um in the summer when we was training, we was taking we was freezing bottles of water and putting them in the back of of our uh, hydration vest because by the time mm-hmm. it unfrozen, we was then ready to drink it. So yeah, I think that's probably and actually I tell that that leads us into a good point. So because it's only a short version this week. So if if you're doing a a run expecting us to go on like we usually do, we're not we're cutting this one short. But I'm going to go around. What is, and you can't now say what I just said, what is you your most essential bit of kit? Now, we could have said it already, so don't worry about it. But what is your most essential bit of running kit that you wish you had when you started out running? And, Admin, you can't say black leggings. I'm not going to. I've got another one. Or cap. <laughs> I go first? No, I will cut. I want to leave it. I want to, I want to build it up. Um, I would say, well... The thing that I can't live without is my bum bag. Right. And I take it out with me on every single run that I do because I want something to put my phone in and I want something to put my keys in and it works. Yeah. And it's just always been there. You know, we've we've got this relationship where we can't leave each other alone, you know. Have you always had the same one? 
Um, no, I've had the same model because the zip went on one, and I had to go and get exact because under this fear of nothing new on race day, I had to go and get exactly the same model and exactly the same one I wanted. Have you got a backup one now? Yeah, I've got a few sort of like belts and things, but I've never really got on with them because the phone space isn't big enough. So it's your version of a flip belt, basically. Yeah. Right. I, I never travel light anyway. I always have to have more stuff than I need. Just in, <laughs> in life, you know, I'm not one of these yeah. people who can just sort of like jump on a plane, with, you know, with a carrier bag. You yeah. know, I've got loads of stuff and I need to take it. So, um, yeah, that's essential. I have something to put your phone in. And he hasn't stopped laughing since I opened my mouth two minutes ago. <laughs> I can't believe we just spoke about three minutes about a bum bag. <laughs> I'm laughing at these two now. I'm, just like... <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't keep a straight face. Why? Nothing, mate. You you crack on. You rock. You rock it out, mate. You you wear that bum bag well, son. What brand is it? They might want to sponsor the pod. Oh, it's um, it's uh, Mike Ashley Sports. So um, we've already given him a plug, so we can. Uh, uh, what's his quote? Reminder of his quote. Oh, I don't know. How much did the Saudis pay for you? A lot, a lot, loads. Oh, that's the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen. Right, Tobe. <laughs> you gotta stop laughing at me. Um, what's your bit of kit? What's your bit of kit? You, do... Am I allowed to mention the thing? Yeah, oh, go, yeah, go on. on then. Do it now while I calm down. This is go another on. three minutes. Let's go. Another three minutes, mate. Uh, go I'll on. Do, I minutes. mean, you know, there's, there's a bit of a cult going on now. I do look quite like my tripod now. But hang on. We haven't, we, have, we haven't given him a quote. What's the quote, Wilco, for tripod? Oh, oh nothing. 300 grand. 100 grand. Let us know. Right, Ty, so why would you do why would you want a striper when you started out running? I think it just keeps me in check a bit more than trying to I mean, I was one of these runners, right, that went out, started running, and all I'd do is go as fast as I could every time and just kill myself. And it wasn't until about four years later I'd gone, Oh no, that's not a good idea to do that. So if you knew that and you had your stride pod what, does it give you, you an electric shock if you're going too fast? What was that? Does it give you an electric shock or is it your foot blow up? Is it like a, no, a mine? No, it just shows you. It gets red, goes red and gets a bit angry. Really? What, does it start swearing at you? No, no, it just shows red on the clock. Yeah, but why is that any better than just having a yeah. random watch? Because yeah. it is more accurate. Right. Oh, don't no, Abby, don't get him started, please. Don't. I think we've had long enough on it. We've been going on the basics, and we, you know, we're looking at beginners' stuff. You so know, you not... think right now. Let's just get this right. So, in, in generally serious, you think a a beginner ish would benefit from having a stride pod if they invested in the in that technology? You think that that would genuinely? In... I, I think it depends on your aim. I was going to say, if your aim is to go out there and just run and have a bit of fun, hmm. probably not. Mm-hmm. But if you, maybe you you're you you're looking to go, to, you know, to a, the Great North Run, that's your dream. So you started running because you want to go and do the Great North Run. You would recommend them spend how much is a tripod? Hundred seven pounds. How much? <laughs> you should ask Ben. He's got ways. How, how much? Uh, under two hundred quid. I could get what eighty bum bags, Wilco. What, 200 quid? Mm. Nah, probably not that many, mate. 40? 
So you, <laughs> you think? So you think, Tope? That business, you think genuinely that's a good bit of kit for somebody who's maybe going up to, let's say, they book the Great North Run because they want to do it. Bum bum. That will help them stay accountable better than some some other money they could waste their money on a, I don't know, a pair of Nike Alpha Flies. If you got, it, it will help you stay accountable to your your efforts and what you should be doing. Okay. Obviously, you've got to have a plan behind that. Okay. Have you got a plan? I, I've got several plans. None of them are running related. Okay. Admin, <laughs> over to you. I'm going completely rogue now, and you're all going to laugh. Um, Epsom salts. Now, that is <laughs> brilliant. That no, is rogue. Seriously, hey, right? I'm not disagreeing. I, that, was, that wasn't what I was expecting. That's no. a great shout. Epsom salts, something like Vaseline and like something like a pure sport for different reasons, right? So I'm going right back to basics. Mm, but brilliant. if you're doing catch to 5K, you're training for a marathon, an ultra, whatever, you're going to feel aches, you're going to feel pains. And I remember somebody saying to me, Epsom salts, and I'll never forget doing my first 17-mile run, getting home, laying on my living room floor and wanting to cry. And I got in the bath and I sat in that for 20 minutes or whatever. And honestly, it's like magic Epsom salts. I swear by them. So definitely get a bag of those for whenever you might need them. Um, Vaseline for your toes and all that kind of stuff. You don't want blisters if you're wearing socks that might not be sorted, like might not be quite appropriate. You haven't figured the one out yet. Yeah, yeah. Time time. socks. Um, and we get aches and pains, muscles hurt, joints hurt, bones hurt, all that kind of stuff. So, so you would go foam roller or anything like that. You'd say, oh, yeah, I'm, too, I'm not very good with foam roller. I don't like it, but... That's pure sport, I believe gel, anything like that that will help when you're feeling a bit achy. Because mm. mm. we're all going to feel gel. it. We all still feel it, right? No matter how many training blocks we've done, runs we've done, some runs feel good, some don't. You get niggles, you get pain. So that kind of stuff. Okay. So can I have a rogue option? No, I'm, well, I'm going rogue. Go on in, but you can go rogue. I'm going to go rogue. One if it's the same I mean, thing. Right, it's not really kit-wise either. No. Go on in. But it's a motivational person that you can follow. Me, it, kind of, <laughs> but it's that thing. It's somebody that when you you know when you're starting out and you really don't want to go or you really think this isn't for me, someone that you know some might be another runner that you can watch and go, but they've done it, I can do it, or you know, or someone that's there. Like that you for Wilco, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be serious, like you, you know, you saw Petra there was a case, out. yeah, when um, she was sort of like the next stage up for everything yeah. that I wanted to do. And I, there was an, and in a very similar way, there was a lad at work who was sort of like six months older than me and he'd just started and he was doing things. And if you can think, well, we can do it. So can I, then that's a big thing. And that's, that's where the old community comes in, Andy. That's where I'd sign up for Facebook. And it is full of people who will help you get out the door and um, give you good advice. So I'm going to finish on two things. Firstly, I've just realised that Toby, I'm inspiring Toby every day. He's just, he's just said that. He's I didn't quite beautiful. say no, that. No, that's what, Abby, be fair, that's what he was he doing. He said that. Yeah, it's me. So you're welcome, Toby. He did say that, uh, anybody who's listening. And the second thing, I'm going to leave this, because this is a funky sort of bit out there, but I think this should be everybody who's doing some running exercise should think about this. I wish I found these earlier, and that is the old hydration um products so like you know your hydrate so getting your electrolytes and all that if i don't have that after i've done a run even if it's even that sounds really plus i say apology but even if it's only three miles right so relative to where you are okay so for me three miles is you know just literally popping out 
but I appreciate that's a lot for long people. Some people might, you know, whatever. But the point is, is that even if I'm doing a short run, I will then come home and I'll have an electrolyte drink and hydration product. And I just feel the benefit of being hydrated consistently through the day, you know, sorting some of that calf aches out and you, you know, all that sort of stuff because I'm low in salt or whatever, especially in the summer. But I've just found that those hydration products that I got introduced to through Active for a few years ago and stuff like that, and I've played around with Tinkered and whatnot. And at the moment, we're just working through a box that Simon got cheap because <laughs> we're going out of date. But the point is, is that I, I, I really would recommend, you know, you, you looking at your hydration and just getting some off Amazon or something. So like the High Five one, how much for High Five to sponsor the show, Wilco? 200. 200 grand. Um, you know, so something like that, or you know, another product, say like Active Fruit, would you know, it, whatever it is. But I would look at adding a hydration product in mm. to when you, you know, when you're out there, or, and when you're finishing that sort of thing. I, I just, I just, for me, I just feel better when I've when I've had that hydration. We, I think we all of us on here, we all reach for the hydration products now. Then we're a little bit more savvy on it with the electrolytes and things like that. So I would, that's what I would recommend to a to a sort of newbie runner. Um, well, I think we've covered pretty yeah. much all the bases, haven't we? There. You're welcome, by the We'd way. I'd like to think so, but I'm, obviously um, this isn't live. So if you no. um, subsequently watch this on YouTube, please put in the comments, you know, any good uh, tips that you might have that you think um, beginning runners um, might benefit from uh, kit-wise. That would be very grateful. Thanks ever so much for um, for your company anyway. And um, we are um, on Facebook and YouTube every um every friday at seven o'clock and you can catch us there but if you if you're not around then then um we are available on your podcast provider of choice whether that's apple amazon spotify so um please um listen to us on there and give us a nice review that will be great uh don't forget if you've got a question uh drop us a li- email a line to um 40 runs.com slash long run and um or you can um go on the um long run facebook page We've got one of those now, so um, you could drop a comment on there, and we will pick that up too. Hopefully, we will see some of you tomorrow in the Second City at the NEC to watch the Long Run Show live, the first time we've done a live show, so we're all really looking forward to it. Um, if you're not, I'm sure you can pick up on it later on. Um, enjoy your running this week. We hope to see plenty of you in Birmingham. Stay safe, and we will see you. If we don't see you in Birmingham, we'll see you next Friday. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 